Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos. Now, you can get cuisine from just about any country in Asia, virtually everywhere you go here in Central Florida. But there is one country that is more than a little underrepresented, you can say, and that is the country of Laos. In fact, here in Central Florida, there are only a couple of Lao restaurants and only one in Orlando. Now, Sticky Rice is serving authentic street food, just like what you might find in any neighborhood in Laos. Sticky Rice chef Kevin Ponvilai is born and raised here in America, but his family is deeply rooted in Lao culture. He shares stories with us of learning to cook with his mother and how his papaya salad is not for everyone, but he refuses to change it. Listen in. Hello and welcome again to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos, along with our producer, Thomas Mates. Hello. And listen, Asian cuisine is pretty much mainstream these days. There is plenty of Thai, Chinese, Japanese restaurants to choose from across Central Florida. But you probably have not tried Lao food. In fact, there is only one Lao restaurant in Orlando and only a few in all of Central Florida. So today we're joined by the chef of Sticky Rice, the first uh, Lao restaurant in Orlando. This is Chef Kevin Punvilai. Did I say that right? That's correct. How long did we practice your last name? <laughs> Listen, Chef Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank I have you. never heard of Lao food until now. So can you give us, give the, the listeners just an idea of what that even means? Lao food, we're, um, we're our, we mainly consist of uh, sticky rice. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why we decided to call our restaurant sticky rice. Um, sticky rice is pretty much the center of the Lao diet. So we eat sticky rice for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, dessert. Um, and uh, we use that as the basis of uh, the main starch in all our food. Um, when we, you know, cook some grilled meat, uh, have some sticky rice, have some sauce, that's like, that's the, the main loud dishes right there. <laughs> so it's like Italians with their pasta. Exactly. You know, yeah. there's so, I mean, I'm, I'm married to an Italian and he says, you know, pasta tastes different, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's the same thing I'm assuming with sticky rice. It is, it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to say it and, and completely butcher it, but I know there is like, um, in, in Lao tradition, there's there's a, an expression that basically means the children of sticky rice, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, that's how like ingrained it is in the ingrained, huh? uh-huh. uh, in, the, in the culture. <laughs> that's a nice pun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we, we were actually, uh, our nickname is like descendants of sticky rice or children of sticky rice. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's, we're, we're very uh, intertwined with, with sticky rice. So. And you're born and raised in the United States, but mm-hmm. you also went back to the motherland and lived there. <laughs> so give us kind of a, of a kind of a background of you as chef. Um, as me as a chef, I grew, I grew up here. Um, I born in North, uh, born in California, mm-hmm. raised in North Carolina. Um, my mom always had me in the kitchen, helping her out. Uh, when I was a kid, she had me as soon as I, you know, was of age to make rice, to start cooking food. She had me in the kitchen helping her out. You were I was, chopping. I you was, were yeah, I was chopping. I was her little helper. Mm-hmm. Uh, up into the point where I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to help no more. <laughs> 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 it's funny because uh, when I was a kid, I, I 
I hated doing it, mm-hmm. but as now looking back, like I, I really appreciate being there and, and learning from my mom. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So you've actually gone back for a couple of years and, and kind of just absorbed the culture and, and all the food there, too. So mm-hmm. how was that like? How long were you there for? I, uh, I think in 2006, 2007, I, I stayed in Laos for about three years. So came back in 2010. Um, it was it was eye-opening mm-hmm. um just because when i went back when i was younger i didn't really appreciate it um going back then i i, I got to you know eat i like to you know go on the boats and um you know drink mainly <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah yeah just eat a bunch of food trying out different hawkers um there's a there's a spot that i, that I used to go to um every it's a little corner store it, it's like a the grandmother will come down she'll make papaya salad uh, she'll make pork rinds, she'll sell beer, uh, uh, she'll make little like appetizer dishes, uh, and upstairs is her house. Oh, and, uh, and I would just go there every morning or every, you know, lunch, and mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll have a papaya salad and a beer, and I'll just, you know, take it in. Um, I'll look around me and there's like abandoned concrete buildings everywhere and, and just the open roads, and um, I kind of took that... Um, that view so mm-hmm. you ever, if you ever go in the sticky rice you'll see that's like the walls are like painted concrete yeah um and like we got the low tables i kind of want to like you know take me back to that moment and mm-hmm. take everybody into the streets of Laos. so like the whole ambiance is, is from that moment yeah. that i was yeah. in Laos. it's very so. atmospheric in there you know like you said it's, it's kind of like low and dark and the, s- the tables are all kind of low to the ground like um was that was that all your design? Was that like a collaboration with you and and your partner? Uh, yeah, well, we wanted my my partner um, Marshall. Um, he uh, it's also my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, me and him came together and we we came up with the whole concept and 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 wanted to bring like Lao food here mm-hmm. to the Orlando food scene. So. Mm-hmm. And the tables look like it's almost like family style. So you, you can, you know, talk to people if you want to talk to people. You know, you can, different types of size groups can also go to, which is, was there a, a reason for that? Oh, yeah. Our, our concept, we wanted to do um, small plates, uh, mm-hmm. shareable plates, um, just because in the Lao culture, whenever we have a meal, we usually have everything right in the center of the table mm-hmm. and then everybody around the table kind of picking at everything grabbing everything eating together it, we're um, all about community in the, in the Lao culture uh, so we wanted to uh, bring that concept or bring that style into sticky rice by doing smaller portions with the long table that way you know you can sit there everybody order a couple of things push it to the center of the table yeah. eat together and you know it's mm-hmm. uh it's more enjoyable that way, eating with, with you know, friends and family. So. And you guys do, like, street food, like what you'd get at, like, what you call the hawkers in, in Laos. Um, how does that, like, different from, like, more, like, your sit-down kind of situation in Laos? Like, what would, like, what you're making versus, say, like, what your mom would make? Yeah. Um, we, we, we actually do both at, at Sticky Rice. Okay. We do have the hawkers, and we got the most, like, uh, like more traditional items, too. But um, it's... it's it's Lao food, man. It's all, it's all good, man. It's all good. I mean, I was looking on your menu, and I mean, at least for the shareable stuff, it's like four or five bucks a plate. I mean, you could really go to town for, you know, 20 bucks. 
and really enjoy different things. It's not you just, you know, invested in one plate and you're like, well, I really wasn't a fan of that plate, but I really like what that other person on the other table was eating. So, I mean, it really gives you that opportunity to kind of test try and kind of jump around your the, the you know, different plates too, yeah, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, a lot of people that come in, they um, like to order like the whole menu. <laughs> uh, and you're like awesome let's yeah. do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, yeah people people like the options of, of trying different uh, different items so that you know that's that's good that we we have that type mm-hmm. of uh, mini style and you guys have quite a beer selection too is there kind of a background between Lao and beer because I know you were talking about it too <laughs> I mean uh, is there a certain type that, that you would recommend you know people to, to drink when you know they're having that type of food I always recommend the, the beer Lao mm-hmm. um, I believe they had like the 2012 um, beer of the year oh, in, wow. in, um, in Asia. Um, but yeah, I always recommend the beer lot. We, we carry uh, the beer lot. We also carry other imports from, from Thailand and, and Japan, but I always recommend the, the beer, beer lot. We actually have to get that imported from Lao because oh, wow. not, not many um, you know, distributors carry that, that brand of beer. So we have to order probably like three months worth of supplies <laughs> and, and keep it uh, on, on hand um, and, and, or, and reordering because it's, it's hard to get your hands on that type of beer. And how would you describe it? Is it like a dark? Is it more of an IPA? Uh, it's, it's more like a, a, a light beer. It's kind of like a, a, a lager. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we got Dos Equis kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but we, there's, there's also a dark lager. There's two versions that we okay. carry. So, uh. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you were, um, you know, you had, you, we had kind of alluded to that, like Lao food's not necessarily the most mainstream of, of Asian cuisine. You know, and there's, you know, Pan Asian's kind of been a thing for a while now. Like, what is the big separator between Lao food and and say other things that people are more familiar with, like Japanese or Thai? Um, actually. Um, my parents and my aunts and uncles uh, and a lot of Lao people, when they, when they open up restaurants before, they always open it under the Thai name. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because Thai and Lao, we do have, uh, we're very mm-hmm. uh, intertwined and we're mm-hmm. very, got that history with each other. So a lot of um, Lao food, uh, a lot of places that you go to, and you actually actually tried Lao food before. You just mm-hmm. think it's like mislabeled as Thai food. Like, yeah. oh yeah, like uh, you ever seen um, Spider-Man: Homecoming? Yeah, yeah. Um, where where he, yeah, him and Aunt May is like, um, oh, I I lap you or I larp you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That the that dish is actually traditionally it's a it's a Lao dish. Mm. Uh, so you know, a lot of people have been trying Lao food before. They just they just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're located in like the Mills Fifty district. Mm-hmm. I mean, we continue to talk to chefs and and restaurant owners from that area. Mm. I mean, this place is blowing up. I mean, h- how does that feel? Kind of being part of this this new wave of restaurants and this new <laughs> eatery in that in that area. Mm-hmm. I uh, it, it feels great. It feels great to be. Um, you know, appreciate it for the for the food that that you know we're, we're bringing out, um, and the Mills Fifty area, um, the the people, uh, the community there is is very. Uh, I appreciate it a lot. I feel I feel a lot of love from yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there's so many like startup restaurants too, which is which is so cool because mm-hmm. you can kind of get in there and really understand who the chef is, and you know, behind you know behind the doors, behind in the kitchen, which is you know, I bet <laughs> mm-hmm. really what you can feel. And and Thomas, you said that you've been to, to Sticky Rice before. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I I spotted it and I was like, I, I don't think I've ever had <laughs> Lao food. I was like, I I need to try that, and it was. Uh, it, I, I I really didn't have any expectations uh, other than you know I like I knew a couple of loud dishes like larb, larb lob larb we call it lob lob <laughs> sorry, um, but uh, other than that I, I really wasn't aware of it and I like uh, we were talking beforehand the one thing that really stuck out to me uh, on the menu at the time were the tapioca dumplings I was like that is something I've never had before. Okay, wait, is to, that is that sweet? Is that salty? Savory? What what is? It's, it's a little sweet, this? but a little savory also. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, you know, we take the pork and we um, put a little bit of palm sugar, a little bit of oyster sauce, uh, sweet radish, and peanuts, and we saute it, let it reduce down, mm-hmm. uh, take let it cool down, um, take that, put a little tapioca on the outside, and we steam it, um, serve it with um, cilantro, mm. uh, sk- Garlic, fried garlic, and uh, dried peppers. We call it saiku saimu. Um, it's the closest translation to a dumpling <laughs> yeah. uh, that that we can say it to. So we call it the pork tapioca dumplings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's it's one of our most popular dishes. It's my wife's recipe. Uh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, smart cookie, right? Yeah. What uh, what's one what's one of your favorite dishes that you offer on the menu? Um, we we did um, we recently competed. In the 2018 Ramen Rumble over at the Osprey Tavern. Ramen oh, Rumble. Ramen Rumble. Yeah. Yes. Um, we uh, we. That's comp- a rumble I can go watch. <laughs> <laughs> we competed with um, Morimoto Asia, uh, mm. with Chef Yui and uh, uh, Jade Bistro. Okay. Uh, These are pretty Park. big names. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, we did it for for charity. I think it was like thirty dollars a ticket. Um, you get, you go in, you get uh, like a pastry, and then you get a bowl from each chef. And then you get to vote for um, which ramen that you know you enjoy. So um, we did that competition, um, and we actually won with the ramen that we did. So wow. um, the ramen that we did was a uh, uh, coconut curry uh, mm. ramen. Mm-hmm. So I, I did like a basis of like what makes a ramen makes it hearty and and you know delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I used it with like Lao. Uh, you know, ingredients. I use mm-hmm. like galanga, uh, kefir lime leaves, um, you know, coconut curry mm-hmm. broth. And, um, you know, we, we won with that dish and, and I, I'm very proud of, mm-hmm. proud. it's not traditionally Lao, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I could use like Lao flavors and, 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 and bring it, you know, to that competition and actually win it and, mm-hmm. you know, won it for a good cause. And, and we got three thousand dollars for charity for that so that's fantastic it was, uh, pretty pretty cool i'm um pretty good I'm, I'm proud of that but uh but yeah yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> um I, but the for more traditional side um our papaya salad i i i really you know is proud of our papaya salad in the beginning um one of the dishes one of the ingredients that we use in lao cooking is uh we call it badak badak and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much fermented fish that's been, you know, sitting for uh, a long time with salt and, and um, uh, fish sauce and, mm-hmm. yeah. and just just like that's that's like the main ingredient in the in the Lao um, food cuisine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where was I going with it? Papaya salad. So My mouth is watering just <laughs> you talking about just the base of papaya salad. <laughs> our, our, uh, our papaya salad um, is, is more um, funky, it's more pungy. Mm-hmm. Um, when we put it on the menu, we wanted to keep it traditionally mm-hmm. uh, the way way it is. And um, in the beginning, uh, a lot of people tried it, and we probably had about fifty percent of people send it back mm-hmm. just because they're not um, used to those flavors yet. Yeah. And um, and that's one dish that I I, I don't want to change. And I want to keep it traditionally loud. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm very proud of that also. So. Is that something you have to compete with? Uh, or that you, you maybe before, when you were just starting out had to compete with more like people like unexpected flavors that people weren't used to and, and just kind of like uh, this is like way <laughs> too different from like the palate I'm used to and because I mean when you order papaya salad you're thinking it's something like fresh fresh and cold <laughs> and you know yeah. almost maybe a little citrusy or yeah, something yeah. and yeah. then you say it's it's fermented, fermented fish. fish you're yeah. like well, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh in, in the beginning we we had like a little bit of kickback just for that dish mm. um but you know I, like i said i i grew up in north carolina i grew up in america um so i the menu that we have it is traditional like mm-hmm. to this core but i changed it the way how i would like it mm-hmm. um because I I have the American palate, I guess. Right, right. So um, it, it is traditional, but I, I do put a little bit of my own, like, flair into it. Yeah. yeah. So for people who are wondering, is this more of like a lunch spot? Is this open for lunch and dinner? Is there breakfast options? <laughs> <laughs> is there sticky rice for breakfast? Yeah, uh, we're, we're, um, we're open uh, all day. Um, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a lunch spot. It's a dinner spot. It's, it's however you want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so I... I have to ask. It's a defining feature here. Yes. A lot of stuffs have an interesting style. The mustache. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just <laughs> listening, you have to go to yes. clickrolando.com and see the stash. Yes. It's, it's, I believe, <laughs> what did I say? Gentleman boxer. That's what it kind of looks like. What, what brought this out? Um, <laughs> actually, if, if I, I was watching um, Full Metal Alchemist. It's an anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, I'm uh, <laughs> there's a character on there that, that has this mustache. And I was sitting there, and I was like, hey, I was wondering if I can grow that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if yeah, for about four months it was looking really, really <laughs> raggedy. <laughs> uh, but but eventually it it it, it formed and it, it looked pretty good. And and I wanted you know to have this mustache to just kind of be distinctive from mm-hmm. from every other restaurant. So I you know oh you know that's that's Kevin from Sticky Rice. That's the Sticky know, Rice so, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know um, for people who may be just listening to first for the first time they don't know me i'm a big nerd i know a lot about anime but for for those <laughs> people who don't like in, in anime i know there's a lot of there's the food plays a big role especially in like uh, hayao miyazaki films like spirited away and stuff like that like have you ever drawn inspiration from like animes for your dishes or, or anything like that but yeah. what i understand anime is no it's not just cartoons right right this is it's, no it's mostly just cartoons. It, it's cartoons <laughs> but for adults too right? yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm like if, like I'm a big ramen guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I I watch Naruto. Naruto have a, a bunch of ramen dishes in there. I I, I want presentation wise, I, I try to make it look really good. So anime is is, is where is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of presentation, I mean some of your your plates. I mean, it looks like everything's kind of like it's a big bowl of, of stuff. Is that kind of how it's also served is that kind of more of an authentic thing um like, like i said earlier we um we like to eat 
everything on a table and mm-hmm. eat together. So we wanted to make like a small place with you know bamboo um, as garnish and yeah. and just you know make a big spread and, and, right. and make it you know delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a charcuterie board of exactly. just like yeah, all exactly. good stuff from Sticky Rice. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, how long has Sticky Rice been open? Um, in December, we'll be there for two years. Oh, wow. So we're still fairly new. Um, I'm still trying to do as much thing to get more people to come in and try it, you know. Um, just because Lao, Lao food is, well, Lao in general, nobody really heard of uh, yeah. Laos before. So um, that's one that's one thing that's really rewarding for me is, is you know, with our cuisine, I get to introduce people to my culture. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. What's your, I mean, your mom is the one who kind of started guiding you into the kitchen. I mean, what what does she, you know, think about you just you know, opening up this this <laughs> restaurant and, and moving here to Orlando and, and, and obviously opening up the first one in Orlando? Mm-hmm. She's she's really proud. She's really mm-hmm. proud. Um, she she's my main um, critic, I guess. Good. Yeah. <laughs> my I, mother's normally hard. <laughs> I'll make I'll make something, and and she was like, "Oh no, you need to add this. You need to add that." <laughs> yeah. Um, Is she from there? Uh, Laos. From from Laos, yeah. Uh, my, my my mom and my dad. Both born and born and raised in Laos. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. So they have yeah. they have they have the palate certainly for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. And for people who are listening, what's the address of the restaurant um, and the hours? We're uh, located at 1915 East Colonial Drive. Uh, We're across the street from Lily's Bridal and uh, the Dollar Tree. We're open every day from 1130 till 10 o'clock. Sundays, we close a little earlier at 930. Yeah, and where can people find you online? Uh, We're on Facebook, uh, Sticky Rice Lao Street Food. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Sticky Rice Lao Street Food. Right. So <laughs> well, the next time we do a podcast, I want to see this whole spread of shareable food here <laughs> at Let the me table. Know. I'll, I'll, I'll bring he some. He came empty handed, <laughs> everybody. I'll bring, I'll bring some uh, and fill the whole table up next yeah. time. No, awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Chef Kevin. We really appreciate you thank coming. You. And I can't wait to give Sticky Rice a try. You should, too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Chef Kevin Punvilai from Sticky Rice. You can follow Sticky Rice on Facebook and Instagram. Our host is Candice Campos. Please follow her online as well. You can find her on Twitter. Just search at Candice News 6. And on Facebook, search Candice Campos News 6. We'd also like to thank our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Hawley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com slash podcasts.